Hi Bestie and welcome back to another episode of Buckle Up Bestie. I'm Amy and that's Roisin. She's still in Portugal. I'm still in Ireland but this is our last week remote recording. Uh, from here on out we'll be back together. We are going to have a little break next week but then we'll be back together. So please stay tuned to this episode if you are interested in our topic which is covering the broad spectrum of fears. Um, we for our review this week it's more of a recommendations of the week so we we're not totally finished um anything that we can review together so we're kind of just talking about things that we would recommend that we're in the middle of so from books to series really is all we're we're discussing there um so there's some good recommendations so stay tuned to make sure you have your notebook and pen handy to jot them down and then we have our agony ante question which is a good one so stay tuned to listen to that. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax and buckle up, bestie. Well, Miss McGill, how was your week? <laughs> how was your weekend? Tell us all. You finally had a day off goddamn work. Oh, stop <laughs> it, Raw. Like, I just, I actually didn't feel like, because like everyone kept asking me, are you really tired and stuff? Because I, for the listeners at home, I was working like, a lot of days in a row basically I was I was just like just because I was like doing my new kind of role and then like I was in like different departments so like it just didn't feel that long at all but I was glad like I had Friday Saturday Sunday off together and it was just so great like all Friday all I did was loads of housework and I met Miriam for lunch we went to Grange Con Kitchen I know we've spoke about it on here before delicious that was gorgeous now and then did I do anything else Friday oh then uh, yeah no I just I just did all my bits then Saturday I got up and me and Val went for a hike it wasn't really a hike actually um it was Devil's Glen in Wicklow and that was really nice it's like a waterfall um I would recommend that actually for people now coming into the summer we still I would recommend to wear your hiking boots because it was very mucky but it's not like a it's it's more like a kind of a strenuous walk at parts but it's it's very nice I love um, the name. I go on the name alone. Devil's Glen, yeah. It's it's very rock and roll, Roy, you know. It's spooky, if you ask me. <laughs> and then there was no devils down there, thank God. Only two <laughs> angels when we arrived. <laughs> Some say the devil is back, but Amy knows he isn't. <laughs> Some say he's buried in Killarney, but I don't know. <laughs> um, then we actually came back and we picked up little Nell girl and we went down to Wexford to we actually went to this to Seafield and we did like the sea walk or whatever it's called and um, which is now closed off to residents only I don't know if I said that to you so you have to use like codes oh, really? and stuff to get in the gate yeah but we just kind of followed people down who had key cards so it was grand um, but that was lovely yeah apparently the, the locals were given out about like the footfall there or something so they close it off which I think is kind of stupid because like Seafield don't own that beach do you know what I mean like yeah and you like can't... even when people stay in there there's still going to be footfall, footfall the amount of like rooms there yeah and like what I was saying was maybe they should like close off their car park if that's what they if they don't want like um people who aren't in the hotel like using up their car park which would be fair enough but you can't close off the beach like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, we went there with Nelly. That was gorgeous. She loved that. That was her first time on the beach. She had a really great time. We came home with an Indian then and I had a couple of glasses of wine. Oh, I won't lie to you. That, that was really lovely. And then today, the clocks went forward. So 
I had a less hour in bed, which I wasn't happy about because I really wanted to lie on, but it was starting to get like towards nine o'clock, which was really only eight o'clock. But I was like, I need to get up out of the bed because like, I'm not staying in bed till nine o'clock. So got up, I know, and then did more cleaning. Actually, I was, I had like three glasses of wine last night and I started scrubbing the house, like scrubbing it. But anyways, more power to me there, I suppose. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I literally tweeted and I was like, I used to text my ex after a couple of glasses of wine and now I just scrubbed the hob. <laughs> which, truly, I know which one I'd rather be doing. Knee deep in grease? <laughs> like, seriously. I used to be knee deep in grief and now I'm knee deep in grease. On- you know? Honestly. And would you rather be anywhere else? It's, I'd be- rather be cleaning up a dirty hob than cleaning up someone else's dirty words. Do you know that kind of way? Do you know what I mean, Roisin? A lifetime of hurt, really. And, um, I feel like that that is a very nice thing to do like when you're drunk because when you're drunk you just don't think about it you just go do it yeah I was just yeah, like anyway. listening to music in the zone Nelly was following around and like I appreciated it this morning I thought way to go girly you know kind of Look thing at me coming up to sparkling <laughs> fucking house <laughs> literally do you know what I did this morning I went into my maz but before that I picked up a rotisserie chicken with a big french stick and coleslaw and I brought that in and Roisin, it was fucking delicious, I have to say. Like, mouthwater and stuff there. Isn't that, there's something so delicious about that. Like, just, it's really, and it's, it's just so easy to make. Oh, oh. The fresh yeah. crispy baguette and then the real butter on it and then the warm chicken actually melted the real butter on it. Say it Anna, in, would you so. have any coleslaw on there? Yeah, I had a little bit without coleslaw because I kind of forgot about the coleslaw and then I had coleslaw and honestly, orgasmic kind of stuff. Yeah, it really brought it together. Then, sorry, I'm going to stop talking about my weekend now in two seconds. Then I met no, up with geez, Denise. We went for a little walk in, it wasn't Milford, it's called Clonagrani or something like that. A lovely walk as well. Brought a little Nell there as well. That was really nice. We went for a coffee then. And then I came home, did a bit of college work and I've been reading my book for the last hour, Roisin. It's really, do you know what I was thinking, right? I was just sitting here in the office when I was doing my college work and I was looking around and I was like, the house is sparkling. Nellie's sparkling because I washed her. We've got a bit of exercise and some fresh air today because, by the way, the weather is gorgeous. The ha- the house plants are watered. I'm fed and watered. She's fed and watered. And I just thought, bring on a great week. And honestly, that's all I want nowadays. I don't want to be... Like, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, the hype of going out, like, to me now, is just, like... No. My idea of going out now is a couple of drinks, coming home early, and then just having a lovely day the next day and not, and not being worrying about who I shifted or what I said. I know. Like, literally having a couple of glasses of wine in my own house and going into my own bed, waking up fresh as a daisy because I was drinking loads of water. I was like, this is living. <laughs> that is fucking living. And also... Can I just say, that sounds like a gorgeous day today. It Bro, really it really and, was. Um, and you just, and you deserve it. I love when people are talking like that and like it just sounds peaceful. I just think the feeling of being at peace is just so, it's it, just, it's like no so other. Like it was the um, perfect amount of socialising and being on my own, you know. Sorry, what was the question? No, sorry, I, I interrupted her. First of all, yes, been, the, having the time that you're able to kind of be out and active and then been on your own. I think that that's, that's what I'm having now. Like today, I had a lovely weekend, what to talk about, but now I'm on my own. And I came back in and I was like, I just need, you need that time to switch off. 100%. Oh, there's nothing like it. Um, but my question is, what did you order from Indian? Okay, so we said we'd go creamy dish, spicy dish. So we did chicken tikka oh, masala. 
and we did chicken rogue and josh and then we did peel of rice chips and garlic naan now i have to say roisin it just lacklustered really like the tikka masala was fine but the rogue and josh wasn't spicy at all we had to put salt on it i never have to put salt on like my chinese or my indian and yeah like we were really hungry and really looking forward to it and it just didn't meet expectations i was really sad about it oh my god that's i was such a want to say it was banging no like it filled a hole it did but we were both kind of looking at each other like was it worth it yeah you know but i hate that as well though like when you get a spice bag or something like that and you know it's not fresh and you've been waiting for it for so long and then it's such a letdown but can but i tell what you is it about sorry no, so can i tell you supermax supermax never ever ever disappoints <laughs> just if we yeah how do they get it consistently right i don't know it's always fucking hot and lovely but anyway sorry what were you saying the indian chips are like so pale but they're so delicious for some reason i really like them what is about them it's like <laughs> like it's like you know some chips you get out of a chinese are suspiciously good now maybe is it yeah. the MSG or whatever the heck but like they're just so nice yeah i don't and know it, they but... have that little kind of feeling that they kind of look nearly anemic and bleak but they're not but they're tasty as hell i suppose that's <laughs> kind of maybe what i look like you know bleak and anemic but then i'm actually a tasty juicy hoe <laughs> i'm constantly putting salt on my ass I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm spicy, baby. Anyway, Ro, please fill us in on your weekend because it's a lot more fucking exciting than mine. No, can I say that weekend sounds absolutely glorious. Just a quick question, sorry, before we move on. Just oh, like a quick overview. What are you giving GrangeCon out of 10 this experience? Oh, it was a tent. They've got a new tent and oh, there was no... Amazing. The day itself was like windy and it was like intervals of rain and like it was so cozy in there it seems to be more spaced out and the food me and Miriam got the same thing and it was so bloody tasty it was gorgeous now I will I'll give it a 10 and I think the next time you should get that we got Turkish eggs okay yes mm. um that sounds I saw I saw um I don't know if it was your or Miriam's had up a photo of the dishes and it looked insane they looked amazing yeah I'm, I'm happy that it's 10 and i am adamant to go back and try something else we'll go back when you're home we'll have a treat yeah <laughs> um my weekend was good it was really good i felt like i just feel like so much happened so basically this is my last weekend in portugal so when this episode comes out i actually think i'll be i'll be on my kentucky tour so I'll be home yes. that weekend which is exciting um Ooh. so i was like on my last weekend, I'm just like, I wanted to do something different. And I had originally planned on going to Porto for, which is up north in Portugal, um, for Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday going to another city. But I came up then, I went up, so I got, got up early on Thursday morning and got the train to Porto, which I had to stop in Lisbon and then head to Porto. It's quite long. It's like five hours from where I'm staying. So it's a bit of a journey. It's a second train. But I actually don't, I used to like drive public transport, but now I'm actually like, when I know I'm going somewhere that I want to go, I'm just like, I just watch something on my phone and I have something downloaded. So it's perfect. Porto in a nutshell, what is amazing. It's one of my the favorite, I think it's the favorite place I've been in Portugal. So stunning. We absolutely have to go back for a little weekend. It was like the really like Lake Florida. Yeah, oh, I love that. So good. So Thursday, I got up there about lunchtime, just worked and then took myself out for dinner on Thursday evening. It wasn't, there was no great shakes really. Then um, on 
Friday I actually went to the Porto office, which is by the beach, which is stunning. Imagine you're like constantly been in an office that's at the beach. Oh my god. Um, How would you get any work done? I don't know. And, and like when you're at your desk, like you can hear the waves crashing. And I was oh, like, what stop the heck? it, bro. Then after work on Friday, there's like uh, underneath the offices say like there's like this kind of kiosk place, like just, that's like a kind of bar. Uh, that's right by the beach. And we just had a we said we'd go for one drink and then we ended up having a couple of drinks and just watching the sunset there and it was beautiful. So so nice. Gorgeous. And then actually a girl on my team lives there lives in Porto so I met her for dinner so it was really nice because I never really get to see her so it was really nice to um, meet up and chat and stuff and when so there's this thing in Porto called I want to pronounce it wrong Francesca or it looks like Francesca but it's like Francesca or something like that and it's uh, a delicacy of Porto I believe it's like very famous up there so what it is is I actually sorry I'm just going to google it so I can get actual definition of it so basically it's bread for all the world Mm. it's like a lasagna but inside bread so it's like like a big massive sandwich say but in it it's layered of like beef i think there was sausage there was bacon and then on top of it was a fried egg and then there's just like creamy cheesy sauce all over it now it sounds weird and i'll I'll send you a photo of this but it was stunning oh my god it was so nice honestly you had me at bread and the rest i followed just sounds even more amazing and like it's huge so it's like I'll, i'm just looking at a photo over here so like it's bread then you have the sausage then you have um the beef and then you have another um piece of bread and then you have cheese and i think there's bacon in there as well and then you have another slice of bread and then you have the fried egg on top now it's Holy a massive thing <laughs> like myself oh, i just got half of it <laughs> i was like this thing is as big as me and i can't take it on i it had that anyway so I went and she was like, you have to have this before you leave Porto. So it was lovely. That was really cool. And it was delicious. And I'm really glad I had it. Then Saturday. So then on Saturday, I was meant to be going to another city. But one of the people I was talking to in the office, I was like, I'm meant to be going to this city, Cumbria. Cumbria I actually can't pronounce that either. But yeah, it's a hard one. Like Cumbria. It is a hard one. And they were like, there's nothing really to do there. They were like, it's a nice city, but there's so much more sightseeing things to do in Porto. And I was like, okay. And actually, that's kind of what I think I, what I wanted to hear because then I was like excited and I was like, okay, yeah. so I'm just going to stay and just sightsee everything on Saturday that I can. So Saturday I woke up, took myself for a lovely break, a lovely brunch in this uh, place called Nicolau and I just had like cool, these scrambled eggs with um, caramelized bacon and chives on this like big fluffy bread. It was delicious. Gorgeous. Um, with a little matcha latte. Um, and then I just went and took on a little walk for the day and I walked where's what did I do I just walked around and then I uh, just kind of went I went to get my eyebrows done I so I went into Sephora and in Sephora was benefit and I wanted to get my eyebrows on for the Kentucky tour because they were kind of gone and she was like yeah no problem she was dead free but then she was like oh I like you can get this little facial that's an extra just five euro for that comes with the service if you want and I was like yeah okay so she put little um, eye patches underneath my eyes and then gave me like a mask and then like she just like, my face a bit. And she kept, do you know what she said to me? She goes, can I just tell you, your freckles really compliment your eyebrows. <laughs> oh God, help her. Like, your eyebrows actually look lovely. They're a great shape. Yeah, in fairness to her, she did a great job. I absolutely loved them. She, I, I got them laminated. So oh, she was lovely. Like, I, was like, I probably got them done about four weeks ago. And she's like, yeah, well, it's four weeks. We can do them again. Because uh, you can't get them done within, maybe it's five weeks. Maybe I shouldn't have got them done. But anyway, they look, I, I liked them anyway at the time. Um, yeah. But then I went for a walk. After that, then down 
to the basically there's this river and when you cross the river at the other side of the river there's all of the port wine wineries i'm not sure for the exact name of them where, where you do all the port wine tasting and stuff like that so i sat myself down did a little port tasting of five different ports and then i had seafood soup and just looked at this um sunset oh that sounds so amazing that sounds gorgeous it was really, really nice and also i was reading a book at the time um, which <gasps> we can talk about in our reviews, things that I'm loving at the minute. And it was just so nice. So, so lovely. Oh but, my God. Um, I didn't know you did that. I recommend lots of people to go. Oh, it's so nice. It was so lovely. I was trying to think, I was trying to think of everything today because I wanted to like have everything to say it when we we're recording. But like, you know, mm. when you're trying to remember everything that you did, I was like, did I take photos of everything? Oh my but, God. Um, also, can I just say like, I'm so happy to hear what you've done, but like, I'm sad that the TikToks have been slacking. Like, I haven't seen a daily vlog in a while. I know. And I actually have vlogged, I have uh, taken a lot of videos from this weekend. Well, I just hadn't really been doing a lot, you know, that kind of way. And I didn't want to kind of mm. be recording the same things over and over again of my days. Because my days when you. I'm here where I'm staying are very the same and like they're kind of nearly a sh- little bit structured which I'm loving but like it's kind of boring like not I don't yeah. think it's just kind of find it a little bit boring but last weekend in Lisbon though I wanted to record loads and all I recorded was the aquarium and then I forgot but that looked so oh, fun yeah. I did see that that was insane like that was it was just I was looking back at the video and I was like I can't believe it. like I know obviously there's a big thing glass but there's a shark like right there and I could see every part of him <laughs> oh it my was god so weird but so yeah, your Kentucky tour is next week sorry to cut you across I think we have a bit of a delay but um where does that start so next Friday I fly to Vienna and then okay. Saturday morning is actually when the Kentucky store ta- Kentucky tour starts. But I wanted to go as a day earlier, just in case anything happened to flight or anything. And yeah. actually, the flight that was getting me in on time was just extortionate, and it was just cheaper. It was actually cheaper to go the day before and pay for the hotel. It was still cheaper okay. than the flight. So Jesus, I was like fuck it. So I'm flying to Vienna. So it starts in Vienna, and then I go to from Vienna to Poland. I go Poland to budapest i go from budapest to slovenia and then slovenia to italy i think i'm missing somewhere but i don't think i think that's everywhere but then i um so like i'm going to so yes vienna first that's where it starts and then i'll go all the way over there on it's by bus oh my god val was actually talking about slovenia yesterday she said there's a really great hike there or something uh, but that's going to be such a great way to see all the different countries. Yeah, and like there are things that like I'd never book. Like if we we're going somewhere like that, like I'd never even think to book the things that we're going to see. I I, I actually wanted to go to Auschwitz. I've never learned to pronounce that, but for a while I think it's really terrible and so sad. But I think it's mm. just something that it's I really just love to go see. It's um, meant to be amazing. And anybody who's went there have said like it's like really sobering and, and so sad but like it's something that everyone should go see because obviously it's part of history or whatever but yeah um i think yeah so i really want to go see that so I'm, I'm looking forward to go see that and then the budapest bats which i really want to go to people are always saying that's really cool yeah it's meant to be amazing um, but you know i looked at the other day um i was looking at like they sent me my, my itinerary and stuff but it's the you have to be under 35 to go on it it's between 18 and 35 to go on it 
shouldn't realize oh so you you will have people around your age will you show yes it's going to be people within like 18 to 35 so people around my age yeah and then i think that like i don't know why i was like oh that's really cool i just kind of thought it'd be me and like loads of retired people on it yeah i kind of thought it'd be older people as well that like you know or like older people on their own that like want to travel but it's safer in a group or whatever and i'd say there will be people on their own yeah so i looked up contiki tour on tiktok and it just looks like a massive fucking session like it just loads no of young people getting wrecked every night which I'm oh my god about. yeah you need that now at the end because um, you've had like your alone time your peaceful time so it's time to like shake that booty it is and you know i my mom and dad said that to me as well today they were I was talking to them and they were like it'll be so good for you now to have this time which like i'm after really getting what i wanted to come here to do i'm really after getting for myself and now i'm just ready to tear the arse out of it you know bro i'm so happy to hear that and like we won't hear from you now till you're home and after the Kentucky tour. So I think I speak for us all when I say we can't wait to hear what you've got up to, little lady. I know. I can't wait to come back and tell you all. I've literally been talking for about 15 minutes now, girls. <laughs> but um, I'm so excited to... This is... Yeah, this is my last record here. So this, I've been, this is amazing. I've had a great time. I'm so excited to go home, though. I'm literally I know. buzzing to get back to my family and, and Amy and just, I just, I have like much more appreciation now for being at home, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. You do. You need time away to, to appreciate everything, as you've just said, but I cannot wait for you to come home. It's, it's been very stressful for me. <laughs> I feel like you commented on my TikTok and said you've been going to smidge too long and I thought to myself... <laughs> Honestly, I, I have. No, like you kind of overbooked yourself there a little bit. You kind of like misread how long I can be without you. But sure, you'll know for the next time, I suppose, to just take the weekend in court time. Do you know? I know. And do you know what? I really want us to go for a weekend in the West. That's what I really want us to book. Yeah, we will. And we will book it, Ro. Sure, Jesus Christ, the world is our oyster and we'll get them over in the West as well. The oysters. I love an oyster. But that was my um, weekend and my week. And yeah, this is our last record then. And we'll hopefully we'll be able to fit. Now, our next catch up of the week will be two weeks long. So God knows how long we'll be talking for. Catch up of the fortnight, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that tickled you, girly. Right, well, we leave the catch up there. Well, it was great hearing about your weekend. And I'll catch you over there um, in the topic. All right. I'll catch you there, Missy. Okay, Ro, so it's topic of the week time, and unfortunately, it's my week once again. I'm I'm not right, but I just wanted to tell you, like, (laughs) I'm not right. (laughs) I just want to tell you my thought process. So, so first of all, the topic of the week is fears. Oh, love it. So, do you know when you have your two headphones in, like, you can't really hear yourself? So, I sometimes I feel like you can't hear me, but I'm actually screaming. Um, Anyways, that was just a kind of side note. Um, But I wanted to do fears because I wanted to do this kind of like game, I suppose. But I'm going to do that at the end because I got really like sidetracked. Like I got really down a wormhole with this. So my first thing was like to talk about like our fears, like mine and your fears. And then I'll tell you how mine got like sidetracked but anyways what are your fears like irrational silly funny or serious what are they sorry to put you on the spot my fear is me or someone else that i'm with fainting in public freaks me out wouldn't know what to do that's a fair um, fear waking up and someone been at the end of my bed like that's like happens to me still to this day like i'll still wake up in the middle of the night and the first thing i'll do is look up 
I don't know, apparently it's linked to, link to anxiety, but it's a huge fear. Like, I'm just afraid that someone's going to be at the end of my bed, living or dead. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, what other fear? I'm afraid of the dark. Terrified of the dark. Cannot be a yeah. black on my own. Terrified of it. That was um, a recent discovery of virus on the pod. And it's still yeah, terrifying. Me. I just hate it so much. It scares me because I don't know what's out there. But I suppose um, that's linked I'm, to the person standing over your bed. Yeah, it probably is because I can't see them. At least, like, you know, when I wake up and open my eyes and then I can see the bugger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of go like that. I'll be like, fuck you anyway, John. And then other fears, like people, while well, someone I love dying, um, like my friends or family, like that is just, like sometimes I, like if you ever think about that, like it's just the, the fear it causes in you. Yeah, I, I am know. Scared of dying, like and other people dying, because I just don't know where we go or what happens or do we? Is this the end? Then that freaks me out. Well, my most recent one is of Nelly dying, and I just can't stop crying about it. But like that's something I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I might have one or two listed off six. Sorry about that. But, no, um, but no, I that's I just wanted to talk about fears. Like, where do you think your fears stem from? Like the fainting one. Like that's a very ra- rational fear. But like, what? Where do you think that comes from? Like, has somebody fainted around you before? Never. But I'm just afraid that I wouldn't know what to do to help them. Like one of our if, friends actually fainted in mass with me one day, and yeah, I just I know, shouted I, for help. I remember I used to quiz her about that for for ages because I just didn't know like. It's fascinating to me, like, how people, like, how they feel before they faint. I don't know what it is, like, because, like, it's just like, it's so weird that you just, like, faint. It's like you just fall asleep. I <laughs> but, think you hear, um, like, muff. I, it's like you're underwater for a minute. So I've heard. So if you ever feel like that, the you think so you're... Mind. Sorry. Because yeah, I feel like if I do feel like that, if I ever, ever feel like that now, I'm going to be like, just, I'm going to lie down flat. <laughs> just sit down. Just yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know where that stems from. I don't know. Just because I suppose I wouldn't be able to like help someone because I, I I am the worst person in a really in a really bad situation. Like I love to think that like I'd be the first port of call for someone who is in like a disaster situation like that. But like I, I'm just so no. You'd be screaming. That, like, you'd actually like you're the worst person. I think like if I was like in a serious accident and like was paralyzed or something, but like had the use of my hands and my mouth. I think you're the last person I would tell. Until I knew I was going to be, like, able to, like, go... Like, I'd have to wait until I was out of hospital and able to go into you so that you could see I was fine. That's the thing. It's just the thing of that I don't... Like, when I get a shock like that, I just don't know if the person's going to be okay. And I just lose my life. Because, like, even when... Like, one time, Mammy spilled a cup of tea on herself. And I start screaming, running up and down the hall. Like, and she was, like... <laughs> Just trying to like, like put water on her legs so it wouldn't burn. But I had to make it like about me, obviously, because I was scared. But poor man. No, but like, you just don't know how to process your reactions. No, I can't. It's just it, it just is so big to me. I can't like when someone I love is hurt. I can't. I can't like comprehend how scared I get because I'm like, what if something happens to them? Like I don't know what I would do without them. And I know the couple yeah. wasn't going to kill her, but like still, it's so weird because I do the exact opposite. I get like really mad, and I'm like, one time this is actually quite serious, but I came home and Mammy was like roaring crying, and I thought my dad was dead, and I was like, she was like running towards me to hug me, and I literally put my hand, and I was like what is wrong and I was like so mad because like she like I just felt like she was overreacting but like she also wasn't telling me what was happening so I didn't know how to react you know I get really like angry and I'm just trying to like rationalize the whole situation and like find a solution or like 
the the brighter side to it and I'm just like why is everyone panicking like it's going to be fine do you know what I mean I know and that's a complete opposite end of the scale I wish I was like that I wish I was able to kind of think about it a bit more clearly but I'm like literally losing my life like yeah but that's because you're such an empath I was like so (laughs) I just put like I started putting down like oh I'm afraid of heights I am afraid of hippos which is a crazy irrational fear but also hippos can kill you but like I'm so terrified of them and then hippos like kill I think that they're one of the most animals that kill most people a year or something like that I know and I'll tell you where my fear of hippos stemmed from one time I think it was just before I was at the zoo and it was raining so we were like under this shelter but it was like we were beside what was like we thought was like an empty animal's house but like a big animal's house but it was empty like it was black um but it had like big windows but like you there was clearly nothing in it we could see it and I was standing with my back to it anyway in outer rain. And next thing I turned around and there was a hippo. Like the size of the thing standing at the window. And I got such a fright. Like actually thinking about it now makes me so scared. And then <laughs> I then we went to this. When it stopped raining. We, no, they're so scary. We went to this other part. Same day. We went to this other part. It was like this nice like little water enclosure so we were like standing there but like do you know when in the zoo like you're trying to plan out where you're going and stuff like we there was no animals there like everything was fine and next thing he was in the water and he comes up with his you know how wide their mouth opens out through the water and I was like I can't get away from him <laughs> and it was so scary and the, the lad is stalking me around the fucking zoo and honestly I'm just trying to catch my parents you know what I mean and there's, there's just no need for you to be sneaking and creeping well, can I tell but, you that is a that is a rational fear because if a hippo did that to me, I would be fucking freaked for the rest. I of my know life. I'm fine, but I just I don't want to come head to head with one because I just don't know what I could do. I could pop a cap in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I could go either way, and then I was like, I obviously have like social fears, so like you know I've social anxiety and fear of like speaking in groups and stuff like that. And then I was like. I actually, for my last one, I was like thinking about it and I was like, I have like a real fear of rejection and like, which is like, oh, poor me, God help me. But then I like looked into that and then this is where I started smiling, okay? (laughs) So come come with me on this journey. So I was like, I think I was doing this in work, by the way. And I was like, where, like, why do I have a fear of rejection? And like, you know, like I've never been rejected by like a parent or anything like that. Like, what other people get but then like I was thinking deeper into it and I was like I never like I've often been in situations where like I can make new friends and like people are so open to being my friend but I won't let them in and I won't let them be my friend because I'm so afraid that that friendship won't work out or like a big one for me is like relationships especially now I'm just like so like so say this is just an example right last week or the week before I was talking to this lad on tinder And, like, it's the first, like, big conversation I've had with someone in ages. And, like, we were talking for, like, a few days. He was like, can we go for a date next weekend? Like, do you know, it was, like, going really well. And I was like, yeah. And then next thing, I woke up. I deleted it. So we had moved (laughs) the conversation to Instagram. So I deleted him off Instagram, deleted the conversation, deleted him off Tinder, and then deleted my whole Tinder app out of nowhere because I just couldn't deal with these emotions and not that I had like any emotional investment into him but there was like a possibility of that going somewhere and I was like I can't deal with this and like the poor lad like he was so nice rushing like he literally texted me again and was like I really thought we were having a nice conversation like I don't know where things went wrong or something and then he was like 
I wish you all the best or whatever. Like, which is so nice. Oh, such a nice person. Again. Yeah. And like, I'm, and then I'm like, I know I'm not a bitch, but that was a horrible thing to do. But it's, it's like, I can't explain to him why I did that. But because I can't even understand it myself. But it's just this fear of like, of like things getting started and then not working out again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that's like a completely rational fear as well. Like I think that like, especially when you've had relationships in the past, like like that we've both have and lots of people have had that like just end in such heartache. It's like, why would I want to put myself out there again for that to happen to me again? Because yeah. if I stay inside the safe bubble and safe zone, that will never happen to me. Exactly. Like, like, it's just so much easier to just stay single and, like, nobody can let you down. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the fear of... Re- I feel like the fear of rejection has stopped me doing everything when, actually, it's me stopping myself because I've never... Well, like, I've been rejected, but, like, not to the point where I should have this fear. Do you know what I mean? I know. And I, but I think, as well, that this kind of loops in with last week's topic. Like, that wasn't last week's topic. It was a couple of weeks' topics ago of comfort zones that like mm. the fear of rejection is outside your comfort zone and it's just not yeah. something like that you're maybe ready to do yet or like I think that as well like you have a fear not a fear but like you hate getting embarrassed and I think that that links in with that as well because if you think maybe you link that fear of rejection will also feel embarrassed and you just don't want to have you don't want to yeah. put yourself in any way that will make you feel like that, which is fair enough because like a hundred percent because rejection is embarrassing. Like, and then that's exactly right. I don't want to feel embarrassed. I don't want to feel rejected. I don't want that emotion. You're so right there. Oh, I think as well though, like another, like I was listening to, it was a Sinead Hegg's podcast or someone else's podcast and they were talking about rejection and they're talking about just flipping it and been like, you tried it, like you like just having like rejection in a different light and been like, rejection shouldn't be something that we're like embarrassed of or shameful about. It should be something like, God, I'm really glad I tried that because what if I didn't, I never would have known or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think is an interesting way to think about it, but it's hard to do that as well. But that's why I think it's irrational fear for me because I'm like, I'm so rational in my thoughts and I'm like, if that doesn't work out, like, that I wasn't meant to do that I was meant to do something else and like it's fine like to have setbacks and like that's how you learn and that's how you grow and like I know that and like if the same situation happened to you I'd be like don't let this set you back like everything is fine but like when it comes to me like I'm just like do not even put yourself in that position because if it doesn't work out you're going to be like mortified and depressed you know what I mean I know and like I think that that's a I honestly think that's a fear that a lot of people have like I think a lot of people keep friends and love interests like I don't don't think you keep friends at an arm's length but I think like for love interest you keep at my arm's length because it's just you're not you'll never get hurt then and I think that I think a lot of people like including myself I'm like that with some people sometimes I think that I sabotage something at the very start so I get hurt straight away. I think that I, I'll jump in, but I'll just do something. I'll like my my mind, I'll do something that will not make it work out because I'm like, oh, well, I might as well just be hurt now than hurt later because it's all yeah. in the same way. I think I do exactly that as well. I'm like, let me just like, even like for that example last week, I'm like, let me just cut this off now and like kill it and ruin it before he gets to ruin it later. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing as well about like, I suppose with yourself kind of just realizing that you're like, well, if he didn't like something about me, that's completely his loss. And if it didn't work out and if he doesn't like this or if he doesn't like that, or maybe I won't like him, it's a thing of being like, no matter however he sees me, I'll still see myself as like a a great person that like, I'm not even gonna be embarrassed by that because I know how valuable I am. 
but that's really hard to get there as well like I haven't uh, yeah I've got nowhere near that <laughs> and also a fear of wasting my time I'm just like let me just kill this before we both waste our time which is a terrible way to think yeah because that but that is what it is as well you're like I can't believe I'm after wasting all those hours talking to you so I found it interesting as well when I looked it up I was like I just typed in like fear of rejection and this like web page called choose and therapy came up and it's like fear of rejection signs effects and how to overcome right and then it was like signs you're afraid of rejection but like I'm gonna read down through the list but like I don't apply to a lot of these so I was like oh maybe that's not what I have so these are the signs of a fear of rejection can include being a people pleaser taking on too many responsibilities, having trouble saying no, working too hard, hiding your true thoughts or feelings from others, staying in unhealthy relationships, fear of failure, perfectionism, codependency, putting up a poor treatment from others. So like a few of them do apply, like in work I can't say no to anyone and I wouldn't say I work too hard now, but like I, like I will take on whatever tasks they ask me to. But then like I wouldn't stay in an unhealthy relationship but I would, I do put up a poor treatment from a partner for a certain length of time, but then I, I don't either. And then another one was like, obviously fe- fear of failure and perfectionism, I would say, are two of mine. But then like codependency is definitely not. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, that list is kind of hard. Yeah, um, yeah it is. It's hard. Like, it, like, but maybe it could just be that you don't like have some of those elements. Like I'd say that like not everybody would have all of them, you know? Yeah definitely because like what I took from that was like oh it's a real people pleaser quality but then I and I was like I'm not a people pleaser like as you know but then I was like putting myself in different situations I was like in work like I would be or like with new people I'm very much a people pleaser because like I don't want to upset anyone or I suppose I don't want anyone to not like me when I first meet them you know yeah and then after that I don't give a fuck but <laughs> um when I screw scrolled no, for yeah, like, it, is, it is a thing that like sorry I put you across no you're right go on I was gonna say no it is, it is a thing that like I think is interesting when you dive into it deeper because you learn so much about yourself definitely like, you constantly learn new things about yourself I think it's just really interesting I was going to say when I when I scrolled down, but I was going to say when I scrolled down. Is there a plural to uh, our past tense <laughs> to scroll? When I scrolled, <laughs> when I scrolled, but underneath that, then it said what causes fear of rejection, and the first thing that's like underlined and highlighted is social anxiety. So it's like social anxiety can be related to fear of rejection due to the fear of doing or saying something embarrassing not being liked or not being able to connect with others and I was like that's that's obviously my type of fear of rejection do you know what I mean yeah like that makes sense that social anxiety be linked with that like as in like it's so far outside your comfort zone anyway like meeting someone or chatting with someone and having to go on a date with them and you're like why would I put myself out of this comfort zone if it might end in rejection like what is the point yeah maybe that's like the thinking of it exactly and then like it said that about the embarrassment which is what you said earlier um but then it just goes down through like the different types of fear of rejection so you could have a fear of rejection in careers in relationships in social settings in business in creativity in new friendships and then it kind of goes through like how to get over it so i'll put a link to this page if anyone would like to have a look but then under social anxiety was highlighted um ocd so it said other mental health concerns can cause fear of rejection as well. OCD, for example, can cause rumination and obsessive thinking about whether someone is liked or accepted by their romantic interests, peers or co-workers. So as soon as I seen OCD, I was like, that's really interesting because somebody actually 
wrote into one of our boxes before and said that they'd like us to talk about OCD. So I was like, because that's come up in the same kind of section, maybe I'll talk about that a little bit. So like you can see now where the rabbit hole has gone to Roshi. Yeah. This is where we are now. But it is like, but I think that like when you're looking at like mental health and and like people's emotions, stuff like that, I think it's so interesting. You could literally look at it for hours. It's so broad and it's so like everything just links together. And that's what I find so crazy. Like you could think you have one thing and then like you have actually got a million others. You know, like what annoys me is like people think they have OCD because like they like to clean. Or like, I don't know, like, oh, I clean the kitchen, so I have OCD. And I'm just like, that's not OCD. Like, yes, you might have like an OCD tendency or whatever. Like, for me personally, like, I feel like I have OCD tendencies in that, like, I wash my hands a million times. Like, I can't really touch anything without washing my hands after it. And like, that could be seen as like OCD or like, I do this thing where like, <laughs> sometimes like think, I suppose it's an intrusive thought. Like, I'll think something really bad. Like, I remember when I was really young, like, this woman was walking by my house with a pram. And I, when I lived in my ma's, and I was like, what if my car handbrake just rolled down or just went down on its own and my car rolled her over and killed her and her baby? And then, like, I have to do this thing to stop that thought where I, like, I'm going to show you, but the podcast can't see it, but I have to go like this to, like... <laughs> to take that thought That's, away i remember you doing that yeah i because like i remember you telling me that before like it's kind of like to break it but i think you I have told to do me that before that you nose. yeah when you do have an itchy nose you have to do that so i think i started using that as my way to stop it because before i like had to like touch wood i think or something but then i would not like if i was in my car there's no wood so I, ha- I have to go like this but like a million times a day these thoughts like not as bad as that like that's a really awful thought but like simple things like i'd literally be walking and i'd be like oh imagine i just tri- tripped over my foot now so then i'll have to do that or like imagine i just fell down the stairs <laughs> like and like i oh it wouldn't be an intrusive thought like oh what if i go in and kill someone <laughs> like it's not in like that but it's like simple things like oh what if I fall and my toothbrush goes straight down my neck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, weird, intrusive thoughts. Honestly. But, like, that's so not... Like, I would have shit like that as well going in my head. And I'm so glad that you have the same. Because sometimes I'm thinking of stuff and I'm like, am I okay? Like, I'm like... But that's, like, like OCD tendencies. Like, I'm not saying we have OCD, but it's a tendency. Because, like... Because obsessive compulsive disorder, but like one part of it is obsessions. So the so the first part is obsessions, and then it's compulsives, it's compulsions. Obsessions is intrusive, unwanted, repetitive thoughts or urges that cause distress, and then it's thoughts a person tries to actively suppress, neutralize, or ignore with some other thought or action. So like we get that thought, well, like I get that thought. It's an intrusive thought, and then I have to do that to break the cycle of the thought. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that's an OCD tendency, but, like, I'm not sitting here being, like, oh, I have OCD. That's so interesting, though, that that's, like, that makes sense now, like, when you're breaking the thought and stuff like that. Like, like I'd still, Isn't it like, so if, weird? If I still thought something like that, like, I'd still say to myself, God forbid, touch wood. And I'd always touch my head. Yeah. Like, if I thought yeah. something, God forbid, touch wood. And, like, I'd still touch my head, but, like, that's so strange. Like, that, that's how you break it. That's, like, a good way of putting it. Obviously, that's what it is. But, like, it just, I'd never think about it before. Like, sometimes I'd be thinking, like, today, I'm not a train station. 
and there's a train coming, and I, and I thought to myself, oh, it wouldn't be awful if I just fit, tripped and fell in for the train. And I don't know, <laughs> I was just really But that's the exact like, thought so I would have. Yeah, and I suppose that's so like scary. your fear of like fainting is like your intrusive thoughts being like, oh, well, what if you faint now? Or what if this person faints with you? Oh, and it's 100%. like, where did that, that thought even come out? Like, please leave me because no one's fainting. I'm having a good time listening to a podcast about a bunch of people getting murdered. I don't need any more intrusive, intrusive thoughts. <laughs> No thanks. <laughs> but then the compulsions are repetitive mental acts, i.e. counting, praying, repeating words, or behaviours that a person feels driven to perform in response to an obsession, urge, or invented rule. Behaviours or mental acts are repeated in an attempt to prevent or reduce stress or anxiety, but have little or no actual impact on the source of the anxiety so I wouldn't really have compulsions I don't think like washing my hands constantly is like that's like a different one it's um there's like as with the fear of rejection there's like different types of OCD so like there's harm OCD contamination contamination OCD which is the one I think I have a little bit of like it's like centers around a fear of germs or like spreading contamination but like I'm just really weird like I like if I took like I can't have anything like rotten on my hands or like even if you can't see it or feel it I know I've touched something weird so I just like wash my hands even if it's just like a sprinkle over my finger I don't know what it is but like there's so much different types of OCDs what causes OCD um but yeah I think like it's very broad and like I don't really want to go too much into it but I think like it's so interesting there's like people should definitely have a look look so onto it but I think people throw it around an awful lot oh yeah, yeah I've OCD and blah 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 and it's like it's actually like a serious condition so maybe have a think about that before you throw it around but like yes maybe you have OCD tendencies but you probably yeah, like yeah. my ma is obsessed with cleaning but she's not she doesn't have OCD she's just a clean freak you know a and I've been I followed this girl on TikTok and she has OCD and like she'll she videoed herself when she got caught in a loop and she had to like twist her arm and twist her neck until it felt a certain way and she's like oh, this is me I caught myself in a loop and she has to keep doing this until it like if, if she gets a feeling that it's right and she has to keep it's doing fine it and, doing like, it. and it's why like she was caught in like it's loop and it was really interesting to see like she was just like sorry, I've seen that see on TikTok as well this podcast, but she was like, <laughs> it was kind of like you were fitting uh but this one like this lad was filming her but he obviously didn't understand but she kept pulling up getting out of the car going to the other side of her car then going back to the driver's seat and coming back around and she just kept doing it over and over like the, that's like I forgot to talk about that as well they just get into these like loops or like some people like have to turn on and off light switches like 10 times or like do you know what me and my sister have actually that is we've had like we spoke about one day when we were like younger but like if you came up to me and like touched me on my my right shoulder and we'd be talking but when you go away like I'll have to touch my left shoulder to like even that out (laughs) it's not like so weird my sister is the very same like you do get but you do get stuff like that because like you have to like be like, I get that, like, when I was younger, like, when I would go to Mass or whatever, if I was ever saying a prayer, I'd have to bless myself twice. Like, I'd have to open the really? prayer. Really? Like, I'd have to do it a second time. Oh, I, I get yeah. Now, and see, when I hear when you doing that, that, I'll have to do that. Um, but also when you're talking about um, the compulsions. When I was younger, I used to always ha- feel like I had to pray at night or else something bad would happen to my family. So I used to always say, uh, please, God bless me and all my family and friends and keep us all safe happy healthy healthy and well 
And I used to always be afraid that if I didn't say that, then I'd wake up and someone, like, it, it, it was my fault then if someone died or something. Oh my God, I'm praying is one of the things there that I read out. I, that's what made me think of it. And, like, I haven't done it in so long. Like, I kind of was able, like, I just obviously, I, I stopped doing it one time and then no one passed away, which was fantastic. I think that, like, it's it's just so weird when you think, I think, like, that, like, you don't put, like, a thing to them. Like, I just never, like, I'm sure loads of people have those kind of tendencies. But when you just think about it, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense why that is. yeah. Isn't it so weird? And it's actually in the program we're watching that we're going to talk about later. But she, one of the girls in it has OCD and he's like, look, if you just sit down without changing your clothes, like it's fine. And it's like what you said about the praying. It's like, okay, you did it once and nobody died. Like it's actually fine. And once that happens, you break the cycle and you're like, oh, that's fine. But it's like, it's hard to get there. You know what I mean? Like to this day, so I'm 28 years old and I still do that back. thing with my hands to break the taw. And I'm like, I know that that's crazy, but like my hand, it's just muscle memory now. Like that just happens. I like, I feel so bad for people so though who really though. have proper, those loops and everything. Like Jesus, it's awful. It is awful. And it must be so like time consuming on your brain to constantly be thinking about stuff like that as well and so hard to like upkeep a normal life and relationships like how do you go work in an office if you have things like that or like meet someone new or like it must be very hard but that is all on that kind of section but then to finish it off and the reason why I wanted to do this was well not the reason I suppose but I just seen like these long words like phobias you know like arachnophobia is like the fear of spiders whatever so I've seen like loads of them. So I want to like ask you, I'm going to say the word and like you can guess what you think the word means. Um, there's only like, I think like eight okay. to 10 words, but they're kind of the most bizarre fears. I'd say not bizarre fears, but like weird that there's a word for it, if you get me. So okay, if you want yes, to play this game, I love with me. this. Already on board. Um, so so the this game. topic has been so interesting. I've loved it. I love talking about shit like this. I know. I do as well, to be honest. Like, you could really rant, rant on about it for a long time. So, the first phobia on the list, it sounds like what I've just said, but it's not. It's agoraphobia. What do you think that means? Agoraphobia. Mm. Um, arachnophobia is spiders, right? Yeah. Okay. So, adore. Um, agoraphobia uh, I'm gonna say like afraid of I don't know snakes no idea no so I actually have this to an extent and I think we talked about it in the comfort zone one this phobia involves an irrational and extreme fear of being in places where escape is difficult it may involve a fear of crowded places or oh. even leaving one's home. I, I thought it was interesting that that had a, had a name. So interesting. How do we get so, the names, you know? I know. Like, wait till you hear these. Now, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing them right, but I'm going to try my best. I'll give you a clue for this one. You have this fear and it's called a clueophobia. Is it a fear of the dark? Yeah, it's a fear of darkness. A clue a clue Clueophobia. Well, I'll have to, I'm going to pop that out now. So the next one is acrophobia. I've heard of this before. Is that the one where people are afraid of the little holes close together? No, that that's actually not on the list, but that's such a weird one. So think about acrophobia. Isn't it? Acro. Afraid of heights? Yes. Acrobats, Ooh. I suppose. Um, that's like, that's then, actually clever. Yeah, I know. Some of them are once you think about it, but then some of them are just silly. The next one is amoxophobia or amaxophobia is it like a fear of like being strangled or not being able to breathe or something no it's fear of riding in a car sorry i was thinking of like amoxicillin and i was like what what infection does that cure but that's nothing to do with 
your your throat but that's interesting that's an antibiotic yeah and i don't know if it means like going in a car or like having sex like fear of riding in a car depending on where you are in the world <laughs> means a lot of different imagine things someone imagine someone asked you to go dogging and you were like i can't i have, <laughs> I have a moxophobia <laughs> um the next one is a phosphophobia a f- Affen, affenphosmophobia. <laughs> Where did I get these names? Can I have a clue on this one? I'm going to give it away. Um, You could say I have this fear, but sorry, that's giving you nothing. You could say I have this fear, but you definitely don't have this fear. A fear of, um, oh God, I actually don't know. I have no idea. Uh, a fear of, I have, I have no idea. It's a fear. It's a fear of being touched. <laughs> no way! I can't think that's the word for that. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard word. <laughs> okay, me and you definitely don't have this fear. It's bibliophobia. A fear of God? No. A fear no. of. Think of like biblio, biblio in like another language. What does that mean? Oh, a fear of reading. Close. A fear of books. What the heck? Afraid of yeah, books? I know. Honestly, weirdos. Okay, next one. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, cacophobia. Cacophobia. The fear of cackling. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, if anyone had that, to be terrified of us. Uh, no, like, it's a <laughs> it's a fear of ugliness. <laughs> Imagine seeing someone so ugly, you're like. Ah! And they're like, what? And you're like, oh, sorry, I just have cacophobia. I have a fear of anything that's ugly. I'm sorry, I'm about to get the fright of my life. The next one is, like, actually so fair. It's ethnobiphobia. 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 Mm-hmm. A fear of... Does it sound anything like the fear? No. Okay, a fear of men. I have no idea. No, but that is fair. Um, It's yeah, a fear of fair teenagers. Fair. <laughs> In fairness, that is a... And teenagers in groups, like hooded youths. Personally, I'm terrified of them. Terrified. The next one is erotophobia. A fear of anything erotic? I have no idea. Kind of. It's a fear of sex. (gasps) Oh, God. I obviously have that. People obviously have that towards me. Oh, honestly, people must be like, I'm going to stay away from her because she's erotophobic. I can smell it off. (laughs) This one is kind of like one you said earlier. Uh, Gynophobia. it's kind of like a fear of women, a fear of men. Fear of women. Gyne, gynecologist. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of linked it together. Okay, now bear with me for this one. <clears throat> Hippopotamonstrosequipedophobia. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamonstrosequipedophilia. Phobia. Now, would it be too Phobia, obvious? Phobia, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> would it be too obvious to say it if you're a hippos? It would be. It's actually a fear of long words. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, trying to make it hard for them to fucking say the darn thing. It's so long. Okay, this one sounds... You're going to think it's something, but it's not. Uh, it's leukophobia. Leukophobia. The fear of, I don't know, flying. It's the fear of the colour white. What? Mm. It spells kind of like... People actually scared of these things. I know. It spells kind of like leukemia, so that's why I thought you might think it was fear of cancer but it's once you say it it doesn't so the minute i said it, i was like oh she's not gonna understand what i mean anyways the next one is nomophobia nomophobia the fear of being alone no that's a good guess though it's a uh, fear of being without your mobile phone personally i have nomophobia oh my 
But you know what? I was going to say like it's something to do with your mobile, but then I thought maybe because it sounded like a loan. But fair mm. enough. At least that one kind of sounds to what it is. This one is the last one and possibly the most strange. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's been a lot of strange ones. It's octophobia. So I want to say either the fear of the number eight or the fear of like an octagon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fear of the figure eight. Now, how strange. Isn't it mad that like some, because uh, I remember I watched this thing before and someone was scared of glitter. And I'm like, is it mad <laughs> that people that are like scared of so much things? Like I suppose people are listening to me and been like, why the fuck is she a fear of fade afraid of people fainting and i suppose that's weird to some people but fear did thing, you see the thing to you? where someone was afraid of baked beans no i didn't but i think that that was the same thing like along yeah. the same lines of, of the glitter thing this woman went and helped them try to face their fears scary Water. shit bro can i say um, that was but, so much fun i love that. well we are going to have to end the topic because it's been 40 minutes long but i hope you enjoyed sorry that it was a lot of rambling of shite no i really enjoyed every, every minute of the 40 i think it's so interesting and also i love when it ends with a game you know me too well i know i i really wanted to end it on a high but anyway Ro, you did great in the game and i will chat to you in the next segi review of the week review of the week papa <laughs> well Gorgeous. done Ro that was beautiful thanks so much I've been working on that all week <laughs> well miss welcome to review of the week Ro I'm so happy to be here so happy to have you here to be honest um, <laughs> so this week our, we were thinking of what to review and because we haven't really been together we haven't like um, really been able to have sit down and have the deep chats about like what we're doing what we're, what we're reading what we're doing right now because um Obviously, we're not together. So we're thinking this might be a nice time to tell each other what we're loving lately and tell all you guys just things that we're loving, watching, reading, maybe doing. And then um, it'll be an opportunity for then all of you to tell us like what you're reading lately, what you're watching lately, give us some ideas. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like some things we're only kind of getting into. So it could be something we review in the future. So it might give you a chance to like review it with us, maybe. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a good shout. And then, yes, yeah, so people can get on the train with us. Kind of like a book club, if you will. Yeah, a review club. Um. Okay, so do you want to start off with one thing that you're loving? Then we can kind of switch back and forth. Well, I suppose the first thing that we have both been watching, and it's at its series finale now, is uh, it's called Shrinking, and it's on mm-hmm. Apple TV. So and it's so weird because it's a series, but it's actually, it comes out every Friday on Apple TV, which I didn't know because I had a good few episodes to like catch up with, but then... It came to a halt all of a sudden and Russian was like, yeah, it only comes out every when, every Friday. But it's very, very good. There's going to be another season, is there, Ro? I would say so, yeah. Like, it really gives me nostalgic vibes. Remember years ago, like, you used to have to wait and come out with your favourite TV show to come out the next week. Because now we're just so spoiled with Netflix that, that everything comes out at once. But it's just so, yeah. it's, it's so nostalgic watch, waiting for them to come out. But yes, I believe there will be a season two. Like, I think that um, because it's so fresh, I'd say that I don't even know if it has been confirmed, but it would have to be. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, well, like, we can actually review the first season anyway because we've both watched it all. But it's basically about this man who has just lost his wife and he has a daughter with the wife, but he is a shrink. So he's a therapist, but he's also trying to deal with the his own grief while trying to like listen to his clients day after day and then one day he kind of snaps 
and he kind of does like an alternative treatment for his clients basically so it's like a journey of him like trying to help his clients and help himself and then it's it's about his life and his family situation and his friends and um his neighbor in it is I was like where is she from and Roisin was saying it's the if anyone watched Scrubs it's Dr. Cox's wife on Scrubs or was it his ex-wife and uh she's in it and she's so funny but like every single character is so funny but it's it's funny and it's deep and it's wholesome like but like it's mainly funny you know like everything is said with like a nod of like sarcasm or it's kind of like what was that um Ricky Gervais thing recently after After, it's kind of like afterlife but like afterlife is more nearly like a reality Whereas this is like obviously a show, but it's it's very good. What do you think, bro? I'm just trying to find your man's name. What was it? What's his name? The guy who Jason Segel. Because yeah. you described him so well there. Like everything is seri- kind of serious, but a hint of funny. But he's like that in everything that he's in. He, I think he brings so much comedy to it. I yeah. completely agree with everything that you said. And also a, a little bit of information. That's your one from Scrubs. But one of the episodes was actually directed by Zach Braff, who is your man. No way. I love Zach Braff. Yeah. Um, also, Harrison Ford is in it and he's very, very good in it. So good. I fucking love him in it. Yeah, I think that it was... I, I love it. I think that's great. I think that, like, it's a very... Like, it's only 10 episodes, so it's like it's not a massively long season. But I think that, like, the character development in it is great. I feel like at the start, you're like, oh, God. And at the end, like, I actually cried at this episode, the last one. I shed a little tear for a really nice part Aww. in it. I think that it is absolutely worth a watch. I think it's one of those things that's easy to watch, but also I think that, like... Like, I... like. Amy had texted me and she's like, I'm after watching like the first one or two episodes and you're already hooked at that point. And I think that's so yeah. good. And like, I think like we can, I'm going to give this a review out of 10, but like I know in this section, everything else we're kind of only in the middle of. So we're either going to recommend it or not. But I'm giving this a solid 10 out of 10 because as you said, like it's such an easy watch. And like, I I am re- I really struggle to watch new things. Like I just like my comfort programs. And this I got into straight away. Like the minute it, like I put down my phone and like it's easy, like it's quick, it's easy and it's funny and like it's interesting. And like that, like you would be crying at parts of it, but it's, yeah, I, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's a 10 out of 10 for me too. I think that it's just, it's one of those things that actually just make you feel like happy and your heart, it makes your heart happy, which I think is so yes. nice. It's a feel-good watch. But yes, absolutely agree. And get on. If anybody is looking for something to watch, do it. So is then there... for myself, I think, so maybe we'll stick with the Apple TV train. And I have just finished a series on Apple TV as well called Loot. And it is the lady, you know the lady in Bridesmaids? Her name is Maya. She's the main girl. Mm. She's the girl who shits her dress. What's her second name? Maya? I can't remember her second name. It's about her basically. And she is this billionaire. And she's married to this billionaire. And they're having a 50th birthday for her, I think it is. And then at that birthday, she finds out that he's been cheating on her. And then basically it's about her just kind of getting into like charity work for this charity that they own and she's just clueless about kind of how other people live because she's just so fucking rich and mm. it's just really nice it's one of those things well it's it's she's absolutely hilarious it's exactly along the same lines of funny and serious as shrinking i actually think you'd love it, amy it's really funny really loot. the end of it is lovely as well it's like that kind of like funny but like charm and kind of vibes and i would probably give that have to give that a nine or ten as well it's absolutely brilliant easy watch 
has a great storyline and is actually just really, really funny. Apple, Apple TV, TV not the park, by the way. I was just about to say, because my next one, and I think you've watched it already, is on Apple TV as well. It's called The Morning Show. I'm pretty sure you've watched it. I've, I've got a couple of episodes in and then I kind of, I've got up to like four episodes in and then I my Apple TV, my membership went or whatever. And I've never got back into it. So I'm only four episodes in, but... Ashley and Neve told me that it's the best thing she's ever watched and I should get back into it. So I am only on like episode two. So basically what it is, is Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell are like a co-host of the, the morning show. It's like a breakfast news slot, I suppose, like a major one. And he like it starts off, she wakes up for her morning show and Steve has been fired because he for sexual misconduct and then Reese Witherspoon is in it and she is a, a presenter on like a small town kind of um, show and it's like they bring her on to like interview her and now they want her on the show but yeah it started off really strong and I was really hooked and then I just found myself kind of picking up my phone and getting a little bit lost. Now, I am only on the second episode and I'm definitely going to stick with it. I think it definitely has potential and I'm glad to hear that Neve said it was good because that'll keep me watching it. But I just wasn't as invested as I was with Shrinking, like from the beginning. Do you get me? I 100% agree. And like that's why I kind of think as well that like I, I, if I was absolutely obsessed with it, I would have just streamed it online, I suppose. I feel like it never yeah. kind of grasped me fully yet. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. But also I find with things as well, I'm kind of ruined after Netflix and Disney Plus because the shows I watch are like 20, 30 minutes long. So like, and this, these are like 50 episodes are like 50 minutes long. So I feel like it's hard to kind of concentrate for the whole, that whole length. Yeah. And I suppose shrinking, they're short episodes as well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're like maybe 30, 30 minutes, maybe. That's what I feel I find it hard to like really like concentrate for like nearly an hour on something. Yeah. I'm just like really trying to use, I only have a three month free trial on um, Apple TV. So I'm trying to like watch everything. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that now. I'm going to give, I'm going to keep watching it. What is your, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about books. so i just finished actually this weekend uh, leanne moriarty's new book so she was the person who wrote um a perfect strangers oh yeah and she also wrote another book called truly madly guilty that was brilliant so this is her new newest book it's called apples never fall oh and it basically follows it's this guy called it's this couple called stan and joy delaney and basically one day Joy just goes missing and they have four children and it, the book just basically follows like what happened to Joy, where is she, they can't find her and they everything is pointing towards Stan, he looks very guilty. So it just basically starts like from, it kind of flicks back and forth to like now and to last October it says. So it flicks back and forth and like with the events leading up to their disappearance. What I like about Leanne Moriarty's books is that you kind of find out everything at the end. There's nothing left open-ended. Everything's kind of tied up with a bow, which I know a lot of people don't like. But kind of more, all, like, not a lot of the time. Well, I suppose most of the time kind of has like a happy ending that you kind of get the result you want. And I kind of think that that's, I kind of like that about a book as well. I feel like satisfied. I know everything that that like I'd have no questions about the future. I suppose mm-hmm. that sounds but I great. I definitely would recommend. It. I don't know if it, it is. It's really interesting. It's you should definitely give it a read if you if you're into that kind of like um you know mystery and it's also like a little bit funny because she's just like joy. It's just kind of like this funny old woman. 
um, so there's bits of it that I definitely like kind of chuckled at but I would definitely recommend it I'd say I'd probably give it maybe a, a, maybe a, a high 7 or 8 It's I, I don't know if it's my favourite one of her books but mm-hmm. it's uh, very good very good Ro you're finished that are you? yeah I finished that at the weekend when I was um, out on my my day out on Saturday night or Lovely. night out on Saturday night. Yeah, keeping really on good. the book end of things an audio book I'm listening to I actually downloaded um, Borrow Box, which you recommended in our book episode. The only thing I'd say about it is like they don't have everything. You know, you can't just go or you can't just type in a book that you're looking for. Like they, they only have certain things. But I actually found so in if the listeners listened to the book episode a couple of weeks ago, I spoke about the book The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. So I actually got on Borrow Book, Borrow Box, an audio book of her other book, The Guest List. So I'm nearly oh, finished that. I think book. I've only an hour left. It's so good. But it's ve- it's very like The Hunting Party. It's very, they're out on a remote island. It's, it's, it's a murder mystery again. And it's also, it's the same premise. We don't know who's dead and we don't know who's killed them. So it's it's that second element. And it's it's very much like it could be this person because of this. It could be this person because of this. Like everyone has a possible motive, which is good. So like I do, I really like it. And like any opportunity I have to listen to it, I am listening to it. But I'm also like, it is very similar to The Hunting Party. Do you know? But uh, as well, this one yeah. is set in Ireland, which I really like. I love a book set in Ireland. So it's yeah, definitely it's good. Nice and like I couldn't. Like yeah, I, I like can't stop listening to it. And I won't stop listening to it. But it is similar now. But I'd say if you started with either or, you would equally enjoy them. I think that I listened to the guest list first and that's why that's my favourite because mm-hmm. I feel like you're right, they are very similar. But I listened to the guest list and I loved it. And then I listened yeah. to the hunting party and I did like it, but like it, it, it they're, they're the exact kind of same, like, like premise of course through the book, you're right. And I think like I really like listening because I read the hunting party myself, but I'm listening to this and it's it's spoken by different characters so like Olivia is like a younger girl so they've got a younger girl to like um do her voice over or whatever so like you can really get into it do you know what I mean and like you're literally listening to a story which I find good or like it changes from a man to a woman or whatever which is good but yeah that's I'm something I'm really enjoying now at the minute I'll be sad when it's over I love a good audiobook that like you can read when you're walking somewhere or I love listening to an audiobook when I want like when I want to like habit stack or however they call it mm. that like if I really need to do something I'll ha- I'll stack it with listening to something like that that does, uh, just mindless yeah do you have anything else I am we're listening to well an audiobook that was suggested to us by a listener oh yeah it's what's the name of it everything again? I it's... knew about love everything I knew about love and I am listening to it when I'm walking places and stuff I'm finding it a bit kind of hard I do like your one's voice and I think it's nice that it's read by her but I'm just kind of finding it a bit hard to get into I suppose but mm. I am enjoying like the stories and stuff and like some of it is very relatable and like the bit kind of like some bits about like her as a teenager and stuff like that like I think it's nice it's just I, 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 I suppose my brain can't like decipher if it's fiction or not because it kind of sounds like fiction but it's true i think i found that hard as well and i'm kind of regretting listening i listen i'm finished it now but i i regret listening to it and not reading it for myself what i found was like by the end you get why the book was written you you understand like everything she's learned about um love but i'm just like i've all like i think it's good if you're maybe in your late teens early 20s 
But where I am in my life now, I'm like, I already know the friendship lessons. I already know the love lessons. Like I've, I'm already past that stage. I would, I'd like to think. So I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, like, great, you got there. But yeah, I think an earlier, yeah, like like I said, late teens, early 20s, I think you'd get more from the book. But I think in our stage in life, we're kind of past that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very adolescent, I suppose. Yeah. That's what I thought. And maybe if I read it, I would think differently. But I just think the way it was read to me and everything, it's a little bit childish. I don't know. Yeah, that's a fair point, though. Like, because, like, I suppose that we are kind of nearly, hopefully, out the other end of, like, those 20s. And we kind of, like, know ourselves a bit better now. And I feel like mm. the book was written when she was trying, really trying to find herself. Um, I'm not finished it now yet, but I am going to put persevere and, and find out what happens but yeah I am finding that, that I kind of have to subconsciously say oh I listen to that now and other things yeah like, oh, I just really want to listen to and read it straight away yeah that's the way I felt but like I stuck it out just because and especially because someone recommended it to us or whatever and like like it, it yeah. is like it is good and like you do I get I get the book now like at the start I didn't I was like where the hell is this going but I'm just like I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be mad to recommend it do you know what I mean yeah no, 100%. I, I feel exactly the same. Um, do you have anything else? The only other thing I have is, so I said in the book thing as well that I was going to start um, It Ends With Us and It Starts With Us. So I have yes. finished It Ends With Us and I'm nearly finished It Starts With Us. And I absolutely loved them. Like I completely get the hype about the two books. It is, it's just like a romantic, like fiction novel and like to be honest it's a little bit raunchy the first one was definitely quite sexual uh which I wasn't mad at at all um but I just think they're easy books but they're very like I couldn't put them down now they are like some people might think like that's childish but like this story like if you've read it you might think oh like that's a little bit of a childish book I really loved it and I I loved getting lost in their story and then I loved the way the second one was literally a carry-on and the second one is definitely not as good but like if you were dying to know what happened to the characters and it's brilliant it touches on subjects that like are not often talked about I suppose or and it was like it's brought up in like a lovely way or in a real way and like um real things that happen to people and like how things aren't so glamorous and stuff like a love story how it's not always so glamorous and yeah I really enjoyed it ends with us and I am enjoying it starts with us I'd actually like to finish that tonight yeah those that's pretty much all I'm like watching and reading at the moment but I'm enjoying everything that's really making me want to read those books have you got the actual physical books or do you have them on your phone I have the physical books now my friend in work gave them to me so I can't pass them on to you but I think Denise has no them. no I'm just saying as in like I'm fi- I was reading a book on my phone but I'm finding it really hard I feel I feel like I need to get a physical book because I would not be able to do that I want to read something I want to read another book now but like that but maybe the like the book I read on my phone, Apples Never Fall. Maybe that's a bit of it as well because I was reading on my phone and then like I'm getting distracted by things coming in. So I feel like I mm. want to really want to start a book. Want someone actually recommended a book a book series to us by an Irish author as well. I think her name is Jo oh, Spain. Jo Spain, up, yes. I really, really want to read the, like her books. But it I'm, sounds very up our street because it's like it's set in Ireland and they're like murder mysteries. And there's so many of them. So like the first one is called oh I don't know but basically the first one is about a murder and basically they find bones and it's kind of tied to the Magdalene Magdalene laundries and stuff. Um, wow. So I'm going to get that but I think I'm just going to get that on my phone so I can read it like when I'm on 
kind of Kentucky tour on the long drives between places and then the yeah. next book I'll get the physical copy but yeah no I was just wondering like do you read stuff on your phone because I find it very hard no also just one last thing I want to talk about that I want to watch but I don't know the name of it it came up on my TikTok but it's basically um Pierce Morgan and I oh. think he did like a docu-series maybe one time but he um is interviewing this like psychopath his name is Paris Lee Bennett do you know him now because you're into all your psycho murderers I watched a docuseries about that he did but I don't can't remember if it's about him or not basically he's this psychopath and when like he's a diagnosed psychopath and when he was like 12 or 13 he stabbed his sister to death and it's like basically Pierce is just interviewing him and it's like seeing like the way he reacts to questions and stuff and like just kind of like showing you like what a psychopath like looks like or whatever um but i just seen uh, clips of it and i was like i need to go and watch that because it looks so good i sorry i just looked up his his face i think i have seen i think i've seen clips of it on tiktok maybe something but i don't know if i watched the whole thing but one thing i did watch by pierce morgan is he interviews women in prison um who had murdered like murdered loads of different people and uh it's fascinating i don't like pierce morgan i think he's a prick and i think that he's a bully but i think mm. that that his docu-series, because he just has no social etiquette, I feel, he just gets the nitty-gritty questions. Yeah, and I kind of like him in that set- setting because it's like, we don't want him to have empathy for these people and he doesn't. So, like, it's kind yeah. of perfect. Yeah, it's perfect for people, yeah, that have murdered people. That's interesting with Parsley Bennett one. I, he looks really familiar. He looks terrifying. Does it say the name of that like, there or you just looked up him? I think it's actually, sorry, I think it's just called Psychopath with Piers Morgan. Yeah, I think it's a film. Oh. TV TV movie, whatever the hell that means. It is a film. Um, sorry, anyway. speaking of films, I nearly forgot... On the way back, I start watching uh, The Boston Strangler on Disney+, Plus, which is actually a movie, but based on the real-life events of The Boston Strangler. And it's Kira Knightley in it, who she is playing in American, which I've never heard her do an American accent before. I don't know, oh, I my God. I don't her playing an American accent, or doing an American accent, but it's really good. It's it's uh, Apparently, it's quite true to actually what happened, but it's really interesting. And basically, she's just a news reporter in it, and it's quite trying to basically follow her as she's reporting on it and then they kind of catch him and stuff which really interesting the audiobook I'm listening to one of the characters sound exactly like Kira Knightley so when she comes on that's all I can see I'm like oh my god I can't believe Kira Knightley possibly murdered someone and she has she has the mouth you can even imagine her doing her mouth like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, it is it right I really I'm going to get on the ends with us and starts with us train now you've really sold it to me do I highly recommend it to everyone it's just easy easy breezy beautiful cover girl <laughs> right sure we'll leave it there then miss and I'll catch it then in the agony the la- okay so we are back with our agony anti section and Ooh. this week we didn't get a question from a listener but Roisin actually came across um, a question on Twitter. So she is going to read that out to us. Am I right, Ro? You're dead right, miss. So I feel <laughs> like I'm presenting the news. Just in. Um, I saw this question and it kind of just made me think, oh, this is really interesting. And it kind of made me also think, if someone wrote this in, I, do, I wouldn't know what to tell. I, I don't know what advice I'd give them. But okay, <clears throat> anyway. I'm interested. My boyfriend is probably the, the best man on earth. Lovable, caring, funny. The only problem is that it is impossible for me to have an orgasm 
when we have sex to the point that I fake having comes that he just stops. He thinks he's so good at it, but I don't have the courage to tell him. Oh God, it's no way to live your life, girly. Please. Like, it's so sad because on the one hand, she's like, oh, this perfect, perfect boy. But like then she's just not doing it for him. And like maybe, like if someone wrote that in, Okay, if, some, if that was a listener in the room, um, what, what would you say about the situation? Okay, so I think if you're so far in and you're already like mad about this person and he's perfect in every other way, it's not a sackable offence. Like maybe earlier on it would have been, but also it's very hard to date nowadays, Roshan, as we both know. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is get drunk, go out or stay in, have loads of drinks, be drunk, but like not too drunk, like you have your wits about you, but like let on you're a little bit drunker than you are and then tell him. and be, But like in... In like the throes of it like oh hey I actually really like this or why don't you do this instead or like let me help you there and like yeah. do it like that and then he'll get it and then try and like the next morning like do the same kind of thing or like guide him you know what I mean like it doesn't have you don't have to sit down with a cup of tea and be like hey and um, when we're having sex like this like blah 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 it doesn't need to be that but like Jesus Christ if you're having sex with someone you should feel comfortable enough to be able to talk to them and tell them how to make you come <laughs> like please 100% and I think that that's kind of stems back to like maybe you need to figure out what you actually like or what you yeah. want um, yeah. because that like could play a huge part in it but as you said yeah I think that like if someone were to in a, like a huge thing is that like hopefully it's so awkward you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and obviously like you don't want anyway self-conscious but hopefully that that is something you could talk about like, but like also he has probably been lied to his whole life and like he doesn't know like he thinks like if you're constantly telling him he can't feel what you can feel and like yeah. men have completely different anatomies to us so like how is he meant to actually know and like you just need to tell him like yeah that feels great but actually this feels better and like just speak about it because like but don't tell him that you've been faking orgasms all along because like he will literally die but also it's 2023 and like we're not faking orgasms anymore girlies like no no girls we're not and there's no need to there's just no need to and also if you need to bring something into the bedroom not a person maybe or a person if you want or a person or a toy or whatever i don't know bring whatever the heck you want in honey but life is too grim to just be having boring sex exactly and like you're telling us he's amazing this and that but like if he can't actually make it orgasm then is he that amazing like I that I just think that's a huge part of it and you need to speak up girly girly not only speak up you need to actually so what I do is I'd, I'd wash the windows but then don't leave it off and it's right on the suds like you don't make me come and then be like who wrote that there that's really embarrassing <laughs> or like write it in the dust on the, the back of his van like you can't actually make me come shrimp dick pedo <laughs> <laughs> I do not but like thank god that no one did write that in because I would not know what to say but I think that you put it quite well there just guide, guide him and if it's you know, I if have to tell you something more, like you know. never in my life I am 28 years old I have never faked an orgasm like I will look at you with disappointment and I let you know what you've done <laughs> or more to the point what you've not done <laughs> because <laughs> I'm I'm not faking anything for anybody. I'm not a fake person. No, you're dead right. Because, like, I suppose... They're not going to fake it for you. That's so true. Do you know what, as well, like... They, and people are just in it for themselves. So you might as well just be in it for yourself, you know? Exactly. If you have to finish the job yourself, fucking do it. But make sure you look at him while you're doing it and say, somebody's got to do it. Say, come here to me. Sorry to say this, but I'm mortified for you after that. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I don't know who that man is. Sorry to this man. I don't know who that man is. 
But that was the dilemma. I just Bro, love that question. If you see any more of them, make sure and let us know because I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the account that I saw it on has a couple of wild things in there. I saw a couple of other ones. So I will, if we are ever stuck for another week again, I'm going to pop some of them out because they're wild. Bring it to the table. We'd love to answer. Yeah, please do send us in. If you have any questions like that that are crazy, if you want to send them anonymous, uh, we do put up an anonymous. Um, uh, that wasn't crazy, but <laughs> if, if you uh, want to we'll put up an anonymous link, if you want to ask us an anonymous question, please do, because we actually can't please see who sent them. So no judgment here, girls. Or just write them into our account because we don't like... Jesus Christ, we there is no judgment. So send them in, make them up. If you hear some gossip in the no. street, send it in. We're happy to answer it. We just want to gossip. Yes, we need to start a series uh, overheard in the square. Earwiggers and Anonymous. Overheard things in Tullow. Oh my God, <laughs> lads, please. Okay, this is your shout out now. Earwiggers Anonymous, write in anything you've heard cringy or crazy lately and we'll read it out in the pod. Let's start spreading rumours, girlies. Girls, get up at the father uh, John Murphy statue and we'll start screaming from the high heavens. Rumours <laughs> galore. And that's all for this episode. And that is our last actually remote recording. We really hope you enjoyed our remote recordings. We are so excited to get back together again, though. So next time you hear us, we will be up in Amy's house, snuggled up as two little bugs. And we really hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please leave us a review wherever you listen or follow us on Buckle Up Bestie on Instagram, Buckle Up Bestie podcast on TikTok. Or if you want to send us an email, we do have an email, buckleupbestie at gmail.com. Or tell a friend about our podcast. We'll catch you next week. Bye, bestie.